We're just in a weird time right now. I was gonna say, it's raining in California, so that's about all you need to know. Yeah. As far as weird times. It's a beautiful fall day here in uh, the New York, New Jersey area. I walked across the Tappan Zee Bridge. Woo! Yes, and I know it's the Mario Cuomo Bridge, but I refuse to... No. I refuse to acknowledge anything that is named after a white man who thinks he has done something. It, it, and also, it's the Tappan Zee. It's the Tappan Zee. It's like, it's like in LA, it's technically the crypto.com center. It's the Staples Center. Like, shut the fuck the up. The crypto.com center? What are we in fucking 1984? I know. That's fucking terrifying. I hate that. I, I, when I found out, I was so pissed. I hate it. I don't know what Matt Damon had to do with it, but I know he did. And fuck Matt Damon. Anyway, looking at my watch, <laughs> my Fitbit, Fitbat, I walked 8.12 miles today. Holy shit. So I am, I am taking a seat to talk about some spooky shit i think you deserve a seat i think you deserve like to lay down i would i would need bed rest yeah it's rough but you know we're doing it we're in it um she does what she can everybody i'm just i'm too good for this world She's anyway <laughs> before we start uh this episode i want to thank the people so far that have sent in photos of them in their costumes i am living for these costumes especially the pet yes. costumes yes uh they're my favorite um i love i love a good homemade costume we got one of a homemade lego costume absolutely love um th so thank you for that and you know keep them coming if you find old halloween costumes that you had when you were a kid or ones that you've made recently or ones for pets just send them I just punched my desk i'm sorry just you're so you're so adamant about wanting I, I got so excited about these costumes because like really yeah yeah no i'm very excited this is great um so there's that and also if you are a part of our spooktober gift exchange we have a couple people that have sent out their stuff already that um we're loving and also um if you haven't now is probably the time to do so me included um because yes. uh i have not finished my gift yet but i'm working on it so um as we near closer and closer remember we want it to get to our recipient by halloween so that we could all open on halloween together during our live stream more on that at the end um but yeah if you are part of uh, the secret satan gift exchange this is your reminder to send out your stuff yeah yeah listen to your mother yeah <laughs> are there any other announcements before we get going um do we want to announce that other thing before or after about the stream <laughs> yeah well no i said we're everyone knows <laughs> we're gonna we're be announcing it now we're gonna be doing a live stream of a horror movie on our twitch channel on halloween night mm -hmm. um we will give more details we are um today the day that you are listening to this this is comes out on tuesday um we will be posting on our instagram the movies you can pick from we will announce the movies at the end of this uh episode <laughs> and also you could just go to our instagram and vote yeah um but be there because it's or a fun time yeah well and because we've got a little treat oh yeah we have we have a fun we have a surprise we have an exciting announcement that we're going to announce at the end of the stream on halloween so definitely be there but also like we might be drunk we might be high we might be watching something spooky and we our cats might make an appearance i was gonna say the cats we can count on I don't know if I want to get remotely enhanced, depending on. Oh, I will what fully be hit. enhanced. It'll be a fun I, time. I it depends you'll, on the content because that is touch and go for me. You'll get better commentary from me, but um, okay. so tune into okay. that. Uh, that'll I'll be, be the, on. I'll be the the straight man. Yes, that'll be on Halloween night. We'll definitely announce the time as it gets a little bit closer because as mm -hmm. of right now, I'm like hit or miss with what time i'll be available on halloween night but uh we will figure that no out life. as it gets closer so just um, kidding i'll be partying all weekend but that's fine perfect no i won't i have no life yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't know who i'm fooling here it's on a monday so whatever <laughs> yeah but also me saying i'm partying that week uh, i yeah. might be going on a bar crawl which that's is great because i don't drink that's fine i know i know though michael won't listen to me and i'm trying to get michael to be like squid game just because then we wear sweats the entire time <laughs> you should get the same 
Like you should get a Shirley Temple at every single bar and oh, see which one's the best. If 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 we do this, I will and I will like remember when Lord had that Instagram account where of she rated onion rings? rings? Which I is will do honestly that on my like, Instagram. Makes you want to be her best friend because that's something I would do. <sighs> I love her. I love her so much. Yeah. We would we would have so much fun together. Um Lord I know you're listening. Just <laughs> I know. I know you're listening. <laughs> don't be shy. You're out there. <laughs> um, but anyway, but let yeah. us get into this episode. Yes. Where'd so, you get these peepers? We yeah, well, we're gonna be talking about Jeepers Creepers, but before we even talk about Jeepers Creepers, because we're not just talking about the movie, we're talking oh. about the crime that may have influenced the opening scene of the movie. Oh all right. I mean, I'm gonna level with you. You've never seen it. I was going to say, what will come as a shock to no one? I haven't seen this. Though, isn't this the one with Justin Long? Yes. My neighbor, my Connecticut neighbor, and I mean that in like the most like broad sense of the word. Yeah. Because we just grew up like a town over from each other. But also, uh, speaking of Justin Long, he was just in a fantastic new horror movie. Justin. Mm Mm-hmm just in long he was just in a fantastic new horror movie called barbarian if you can have the availability to see it go see it it is wild it takes a fucking left ass turn like two-thirds of the way through he Um, does that yeah oh oh there's thunder i hear thunder on your end it's getting spooky on my end i'm telling you there's fucking trucks on my end there's thunder on your end let us get into this spooky time so dun 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 we're going to be talking about the murder of Marilyn Depew. Okay. And here we go. So Dennis Depew was a 46-year-old property assessor and his wife Marilyn, uh, a 48-year-old high school guidance counselor, and they were married for 18 years and they raised three children together. Their home life was not idyllic, however. Dennis was a violent husband and accused Marilyn of turning their children against him. And finally, in 1989, Marilyn filed for divorce. She told her attorney that Dennis was trying to ruin her life and would not let her make any decisions on her own. He tried to keep the marriage intact, however. The divorce was finalized in 1989 of December. So Marilyn was given custody of their children, and Dennis was allowed biweekly visits, but Marilyn remained uneasy about the arrangement and... The children did too. So they weren't like huge fans of him. They knew he was abusive and like hit or miss to be around. So they were often reluctant to spend time with him. And Dennis was actually also given access to the guest house, which he used as an office. However, it was believed that he used that as an excuse to maintain control over his family. Marilyn later changed the locks on all of the doors, but he still managed to find a way to enter the home. Which is not cool. Like, Yeah, this is fucking asshole. You are divorced. A court said that you are only allowed to see them during specific times. Don't overstep that. That's fucked up. Yeah. But again, this was the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. So on April 15th, 1990, which was Easter Sunday, Dennis arrived at the house to pick up two of his children. The youngest daughter, Julie, refused to go with him. And their mm-hmm. son, Scott, was also reluctant. When Marilyn tried to talk to Dennis about their children's concerns, he became angry and started yelling at her. He then grabbed her and pushed her down the stairs. At the bottom, he continued to beat her, even after the children pleaded with him to stop. Their oldest daughter, Jennifer, ran to a neighbor's house to call the police. Dennis then carried a seriously injured Marilyn back up the stairs. He told their children that he was taking her to the hospital, but the couple never arrived, and an immediate and widespread search began for them oh my god those poor kids i know right and they had to witness that that's what i'm saying like that's oh god and it doesn't say their ages but i'm if a court ordered that uh he could see them that means they're under the age of 18 Mm -hmm. so they're either little or teenagers something but yeah either way they're kids yeah so not only did their they have to go through their parents divorce they have to go through this hugely abusive scene yeah which obviously like because they she said that he was so abusive and everything obviously not the first time he was uh horrible like this right right and and also the fact that he thinks that 
she that Marilyn turned their kids against them and he can't him. see that he's turning his kids against him. yeah exactly like just i mean kids are not stupid yeah they, they see it they sense it they hear it, it it's just no he's no, one of those this is you this is your fault he's one of those guys that like he needs to have control over his family mm-hmm. and like i am the patriarch i am the father i am the husband i am the most important i'm the man like, yeah i, I mean because i was gonna say i wouldn't say that i bet that it wasn't just limited to control over his family i think he probably wanted control in every aspect of his life yeah because probably. that's how these types of people are yeah and also, um, if you want to look him up real quick, Dennis DePew, he has what I would call a haunting face. And that's Dennis with two N's, Hale. That is Dennis with two N's, D-D-E-P-U-E. Mm-hmm. Um, he is terrifying to look at. Yeah. I mean. he, lo- he looked dead before he is. Spoiler alert. Um, so, but <laughs> well, anyway. It is. And also, how brave of Marilyn. Can we also point that out for just a second that she had the 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 fortitude to go through with yeah go through with that because so many people are afraid to and that's understandable and everything yeah definitely it's it's no not yeah especially given what happened to her but like god damn it if she didn't try like good for her what a strong badass yeah woman. and going like changing the locks and everything yeah. and and you know what standing up for her children being like hey they don't want to go with you and and teaching her children that they can hey, stand up what for you the, yeah. what you want your body matters like the whole thing like all of that applies how people treat you matters yeah just good for her but anyway so meanwhile, Ray and Marie Thornton were driving along quiet Snow Perry Road in Coldwater, Michigan, where the Depews were around as well. Mm-hmm. As they drove, they played a game where they'd make up words and phrases out of the numbers on license plates that passed them. I guess this okay. is an early 90s game. <laughs> sure. Um, but as a green 1984 Chevrolet truck passed them at high speed, Marie won that round of the game. There was a GZ on the license plate that made her exclaim, geez, he must be in a hurry. Ah, good for her. Fun one. We love a pun. So the couple continued down the road and it wasn't long before they passed an old schoolhouse and they saw a man trying to dispose of a white sheet that was covered in what they guessed was blood. Marie saw a vehicle parked between the school and a large tank and knew immediately that it was the same green truck that had passed them earlier. And obviously if you're playing this game where you're looking pretty closely at license plates like mm-hmm. that is something that will immediately trigger be like well i definitely know it was that car because i remember that like part of that license plate mm-hmm. yeah so they continued driving to find a phone again early 90s and marie wrote down what she remembered of the license plate however their journey was interrupted when they saw the truck coming quickly behind them mm-hmm. it well terrifying damn. it followed them closely for a few miles and eventually turned off the road um, into a rest area. Ray and Marie needed to see the license plate again to give the, com- the police more information. So they turned around oh, and went back to the truck. Oh, very brave. That's, I am not one You know of what? Those. I wouldn't call that brave. I would kind of call that stupid. I would, no, the truck almost ran you off the road. It was following you. Like you saw, you saw the, the person in the truck disposing of something that looked like it had blood on it. Not a great idea. Do not put yourself in that type of situation. G- give the police Don't as much information hero. as... Yeah. Give the police as much information as you can possibly find, but do not put yourself in harm's way to do so. Fair. True and fair. So as they passed, a tall man wearing a white hat was standing at the back of the vehicle with the doors open, and he was changing the license plates. He'd also left the passenger side door ajar, and the interior was visibly covered in a large amount of blood. Nah. Also Mm -mm. not smart to be on, like, just the side of a random road and, like, leave all your doors open to, like, the blood-soaked interior. You're fucking stupid. Like, no offense. No offense. Yeah, this dude deserved to get fucking caught. But, like, come on. I mean, we'll get to it. It took a while. Oh, So the two decided to drive back to the schoolhouse where they'd seen the man take the bloody sheet out of the car. And when they arrived, they found the sheet was shoved into an animal hole. When the police and forensics arrived on the scene, the Michigan State Police and Sheriff's Office had already begun their manhunt for Dennis following the call from Jennifer. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Uh, the area was taped off and nearby forensics found tire tracks and a pool of blood. The treads would later be linked to Dennis's truck and the blood matched Marilyn's. Oh. The, the next day, Marilyn's body was discovered in the brush next to the quiet road, halfway between home and the schoolhouse. She'd been shot in the back of the head by her husband. In the days following his wife's murder, Dennis went on the run and sent several letters to family and friends. He posted 17 letters in total with various postmarks from across East America, like East United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were full of long rants where he tried to justify his killing of Marilyn. And three months after the murder, he sent a 13 page long unhinged rant that included Bible verses. Of course it did. Of course. Yeah. You think killing your wife on Easter Sunday is like going to give you a path to redemption? Like you think quoting Bible verses is going to give you a path? Yeah. Like, like, okay okay i love it when people use religion as an excuse like i just oh constantly god damn it constantly so dennis actually evaded capture for more than a year before his case was covered on unsolved mysteries in an episode that premiered march 20th 1991 at 8 30 p.m on the night of the broadcast a woman named mary arrived at her house outside of dallas texas and her boyfriend hank was already there His van was parked in the driveway, which was out of the ordinary because he usually kept it inside the garage, according to her. When she came inside, he told her that his mother was very ill and that he needed to take an emergency trip home. Mm -hmm. He asked her to make some sandwiches for the trip, and she felt that something else was going on, but not sure what it was. And so he gathered up all of his clothes and personal items and he gave her instructions on preparing the food for his trip, which you don't need to explain how to make a sandwich. Like, she's got this. And if you do, you got bigger problems. And if you do, make your own fucking sandwich. True. But anyway, after putting his belongings in the van, he said goodbye to her and she said that she could tell something else was troubling him and she had a feeling that she would never see him again. Oh, wow. Yeah later that night mary was shocked to learn that the man she knew as hank was actually dennis and that he had been featured on unsolved mysteries she believes that he was watching the show and deliberately kept distracting her in the kitchen so that she wouldn't see it so he could leave oh my god yeah also change the channel my dude yeah that's what i was about to say like this guy is not smart he leaves the doors all open on his truck so everybody can look inside yeah he, like you don't own a fucking remote i don't know he got away with it for like a year though that's crazy that's but, that's that's just i mean but interestingly you know. enough mary had been suspicious of him in the past and she asked a private investigator to look into him uh, but nothing was found at the time. Okay. So either a very oh. bad private investigator or he might have been good at covering his tracks. I don't mm, know. I'd, I'd venture the former. Yeah. The One dude of, left the doors I wide know. open. Like, I mean. And they knew they knew it was Dennis DePew that yeah. did that to his wife. It wasn't like a mystery. Like, yeah. And they knew he was on they the run. They just didn't know where he was. Yeah. Whatever. So one of Mary's friends called the telecenter after seeing the broadcast and provided authorities with a Texas license plate number of Dennis's van. Mm. Four hours later, um, his van was stopped at the Louisiana-Mississippi border. When Louisiana state troopers spotted the van, they attempted to pull him over and he led police on a 15 mile high speed chase and broke through two police barricades at that point also you think you're really getting away like whatever um warren county mississippi sheriff paul barrett told his deputies that if the van refused to stop they should shoot out its front tires they missed the front ones uh but they got both the back ones so i guess whatever shoot Mm -hmm. out two of the tires um dennis traveled about half a mile before his van came to a stop at around 4 a.m after firing two shots through his windshield at deputies and another through an open window he turned the gun on himself and he took his own life paul believes that he intended to die that night either by the deputies or by his own hand and dennis was the first fugitive featured on the broadcast to die by suicide wow yeah isn't that weird that's yeah that's a surprise wow yeah so if anybody is listening to this and uh you're a fan of horror movies 
um, and you know of the movie Jeepers Creepers, um, you'll know that the opening scene features what was pretty much um, the drive that Ray and Marie Thornton took. Mm. That they were just driving along country road, they see somebody trying to dispose of a body, and then they get wrapped up in this this whole deal. Yeah. Um, but I'll explain Jeepers Creepers a little bit to you, Caitlin, because you've never seen it. Yeah, I know Justin Long's in it, and for that, I think I deserve credit. Yeah, that's fine. And um, also, and also, I thought, all right, I'm gonna out myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some for some reason, I merged the two. Um, so I, <laughs> I merged this and Candyman. So I thought Tony Todd was in this movie too. Um, but I have no. since I have since learned when I was like. Uh, I, like I, I don't remember I think I was talking to you maybe and I was like waiting for you to mention it. I was like what what is going on and then Tony Todd I looked it up and Tony Todd wasn't in the movie and no. I was like oh well that's a big big time bummer because we do love Tony Todd a big oops um big oopsie on my end but isn't um what is her name I love her she's that one actress that everybody has seen her face she's in everything is um, it Gina Phillips no 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 it is she's not. in this movie it is it's patricia patricia belcher patricia belcher yes i love that woman patricia belcher was in um everything she's She's in everything everything. she has so many guest appearances since like the early 90s uh but was also in um the number 23 i think is Mm -hmm. that jim carrey movie Mm -hmm. i try to when i when i go through good luck charlie (laughs) Yes. When I go through uh, some of the movies, I'll either mention ones that I specifically know them from or uh-huh. um, the ones that are the highest rated on yeah. uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Or I like to mention specifically the horror movies that they were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Patricia Belcher obviously was in a bunch of things in number 23 Genius. and also a movie called Cajillionaire. Um, another person in this movie is Brandon Smith, who was in Friday Night Lights and also bernie which we talked about in episode five of this podcast bernie's the the best that that jack black movie the i was gonna say the movie not the dude bernie tide is mm, no not a great i was just i was just ranting to michael about him literally like a couple days ago yes but uh but jonathan breck is uh the creeper in the first Mm -hmm. three jeepers creepers movies okay not the most recent one which we'll talk about um gina phillips is in this she was in the woodsman guest star on csi er ally mcbeal monk and medium um just guest star in a bunch of stuff and also obviously justin long he was in Mm. drag me to hell i loved him in accepted and he's just not that into you and dodgeball Mm -hmm. and that movie with um when he was no that oh he was i mean the walrus tusk Fuck Tusk, Tusk. That was it. That I was hate, it. That movie. I hate oh body God. horror shit like that. That is y'all. He's y'all great. Watch but, that movie. Yeah. Watch that fucking movie. And that's all I'm gonna say. Haley Joel Osment's in it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he was just in The Barbarian, which is or mm-hmm. I don't think it's the Barbarian. I think it's just Barbarian. But that was I really actually, good. And then um uh if you just love Justin very more she still loves him I know like, as a friend I was just gonna say you gotta watch their yeah. uh, when he was on her show he used to bring oh my her back to Connecticut all the time they have they like go eat at the colony they have <laughs> like such a place. they have like such a sweet little segment on her show like yeah. that they're like still like so supportive of yeah. each other <laughs> but I think anyway. he also dated Amanda Zyfred but and I Maybe. only say that because like I only say that because like people would post on Facebook because I would be I was in like high school yeah. And they'd be like, oh, Justin Long brought Drew Barrymore to the colony and she was so nice and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, if I remember correctly, I think it was Amanda Seyfried and people were not fans of hers Ooh. as much. They preferred Drew. He's dating somebody else now that's really pretty. I don't remember who it is. He, it's Kate Bosworth. He fucking Kate pulls. Bosworth. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He pulls. Like, he's I really mean, nice. He's, yeah. He's, well, he is supposed to be very nice because my former teacher used to carpool with him because they both went to NYU. They went to Tisch. And they both lived in Connecticut, so they would carpool to and from for every, like, break or whatever. That's fun. He was really nice. His parents were really nice. And he got an honor award type of thing from the theater company I interned for. It was like a theater, um, an after school theater program uh, charity. 
that mm-hmm. I interned for and his parents went and they were really nice. Oh, that's nice. I like yeah. when a celebrity's nice. He plays yeah. an asshole in Barbarian, which is fun because you that's see how him it always happens. You see him and you're like, oh, he can't be an asshole. It's kind of mm-hmm. the whole point. It's a it's a whole thing. You should watch it. The um, nice ones play the assholes, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so this movie is about on their way back home during the spring break. Siblings Darry and Patricia Jenner witness a mysterious person dumping something down a tunnel. Sound familiar? Deciding mm. to discover what was dumped down there, Darry discovers a huge, disturbing hideout full of modified bodies. Darry and Patricia set off to get help, unaware that the individual is now aware of who has been down in the tunnel Derry and patricia soon realize that their pursuer is not just a mysterious person but something even more horrifying who has more in store than they could possibly imagine i don't know that i like that it's great it's It's worse when it's not a person it's a pretty good movie yeah well he's called the creeper uh isn't that (gasps) oh that's that's who dennis depew looks like yeah pretty much he looks like the creeper from scooby-doo oh well he looks like no 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 no. he looks like you know the creeper from scooby-doo yeah creeper that's i could not figure out why his face was so fucked up it's because he looks like the creeper he also vaguely (gasps) he looks like frankenstein he's terrifying looking i'm telling you i'm telling you we'll post side by side the creeper he's the fucking creeper we'll post side by sides uh, on instagram it'll be fun i need to know whether or not that was oh but anyway barbara please respond so it has a 46 percent on rotten tomatoes with an audience score of 49 percent it has an 88 percent on google and a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb spoiler alert it's not going to get better for the franchise oh that's a bummer i mean it seems pretty popular though like i've heard of it uh yeah but we're also going to talk about some problematic shit he's problematic but it's not justin that's <laughs> no. all that matters he got out unscathed but anyway See? so the, cr- the critics consensus is quote jeepers creepers has a promising start unfortunately the tension and suspense quickly deflates into genre cliches as the movie goes on uh i think it's fine it's a fine movie it was produced mm-hmm. by francis ford coppola really yeah wait a fucking minute we're gonna get into some problematic shit on that in a sec so anyway the original title was here comes the boogeyman i like jeepers creepers Mm. better yeah the movie was shot in central florida around ocala and the highway Mm. where much of the film was shot didn't appear deserted enough so the director victor salva yes i know we're gonna talk about him in a second got local homeowners to uproot their mailboxes temporarily He wanted the countryside setting for the film to have an eerie quality about it. However, Salva said that the Florida filming locations were often so beautiful that the footage for the film would have to be darkened down to give the locations a more menacing look. And there were so many noisy insects that during the outdoor shots with audible dialogue, a crew member had to fire a pistol before the cameras rolled in order (gasps) to silence the insects to capture a take oh my god isn't that fucking crazy that's so fucking florida that's so <laughs> that's fucking nuts um so the main characters were actually written as brother and sister to avoid any sexual tension and to keep the focus on escaping the creeper because they didn't want it to be like a, a love story yeah which is good especially considering yeah yourself um so gina phillips who plays trish and um justin long who plays Darry, uh were not allowed to meet jonathan breck who played the creeper before filming mm. in order to get a true reaction from them when they actually did see him in his full costume and makeup cool. and they were not allowed to see the famous truck that the the creeper drives yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before the opening scene was shot when Phillips first saw the truck, she said something to the effect of, is that the truck? Jeepers, that's creepy. I don't oh think my she God, would no. have said Jeepers, but that's what the, the lore says. Oh, I hope that's the case. That's what cute. is unfortunate is the Creeper's single line of dialogue was cut from the film. So that's a bummer. But he doesn't really need to talk. It's I think I it's creepier say, not talking. It's I was going to say, it's creepier that he doesn't talk. Yes. And bringing it back to Justin Long, this is his first leading role at the age of 22. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, it seems like he's been around forever. So it's just like, it no, seems this like he's movie, been around forever, but that he hasn't aged. Can this you tell movie, that this is a Justin Long stand account? Right. I think this movie came out in 2001. Yeah. yeah yes. Exactly. I think it's 2001. So at the time of its release, it was the highest grossing film to ever be released during a Labor Day weekend. And wow. that record would subsequently be broken by its own sequel, Jeepers Creepers 2, that comes out in 2003. 
After budget oh cuts, Victor Salvo was left with $10 million to make his movie, which still seems like a lot. Yeah. When it premiered, it grossed $15.8 million, which was a record for the four-day Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Jeepers Creepers would earn $37.9 million in North America and a total of $59.2 million worldwide. And like we had mentioned earlier, the unsolved... De- unsolved mysteries depiction of the depew murder you know their dramatizations yeah along with other small details was found to be similar to the opening scene of jeepers creepers which even just like talking about it it sounds yeah. like it is a shot for shot remake of what actually happened right. however victor salva has not confirmed nor denied whether the film took inspiration from the case but instead mm-hmm. that the film used elements from other influential horror films such as night of the living dead and duel Mm. um now i know people who know horror movies know we have to talk about victor salva because he's not great okay we're gonna get into uh the other jeepers creeper sequels they don't have as much to do with this case but uh as we transition into the victor salva garbage of it all i think like this all can mesh into one so In 1988, Salva was convicted of sexual misconduct with one of his 12-year-old stars (gasps) in, yes, in one of his other films that he made called Clown House. What a piece of shit. It gets worse. He videotaped one of the encounters. I think he videotaped several encounters. And later, commercial videotapes and magazines containing child sexual abuse materials were found in his home. What a piece of shit. I will remind you that this happened in 1988 jeepers creepers comes out in 2001 <gasps> I, so he oh works after god. this yeah oh my god salva pleaded guilty to lewd and lascivious conduct oral sex with a person under the age of 14 oh and procuring of child pornography he was sentenced to three years in a state prison of which he only served 15 months what the fuck he completed his parole in 1992 and took a much too short hiatus of five years out of the business where he worked as a telemarketer during the week and wrote scripts during the weekend, supposedly delivering them to well-known producers while posing as a delivery boy. Yeah. Since getting out of prison and before the success of the Jeepers Creepers franchise, Salva made nine movies, beginning with the straight-to-video Nature of the Beast and theatrically, theatrically released Powder, which came out in powder yes they both came out in late october 1995 powder was released by disney whose officials reported that they did not learn of salva's crimes until after the production of powder had begun and stressed that there were no minors on set for the film into fucking people who do research in today's world there is no there's no way that that movie would still get made absolutely not they found out about disney just not with him Disney could not find out that he went to jail. How? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I want to know. know how. I don't know. I want to know how. And and just saying that there are no minors on set for the film is a fuck you to just everybody. I was going to say like well, there were no minors there. That isn't the issue. The issue is this dude got no punishment. These kids yeah. have to live with this for the rest of a, their lives. He had a slap He's, on the wrist. Yeah. He he gets to move on with his life. These kids do not. Yeah. So when Powder was released, the victim whose name is online, he came forward and like his name is out there. I choose not to like yeah, bring his name out there. He was a kid. He was a kid. Um, but he came forward again when the movie came out in an attempt to get others to boycott the film in protest at Disney's hiring of Salva. Um, somehow after that, Salva made Rites of Passage in 1999, which is a coming-of-age thriller that depicts a homophobic father who unwittingly pushes his gay son into the arms of a psychotic killer. That's... Yeah. Yeah. We need more dead gay kids. Yeah. (laughs) There's not enough content (laughs) for that. Like, we just... mm this is it's also worth noting that coppola has long been salva's benefactor after being impressed by a 1986 short called something in the basement which starred salva's victim coppola funded clown house which is the movie in which the assault happened on and his company holds the rights to jeepers creepers 
as far as I could find, Sal um, uh, Coppola has not commented on anything that happened with Victor Salva. That. Uh, uh. Yep. And I read a very disturbing other article where um, somebody else that worked with him on a different film, it might have been Jeepers Creepers 3, I'm not exactly sure, but somebody else that worked with him is like, yeah, he's like a great guy. I just don't want, oh. I don't want to hear about the, the stuff that happened with him. And oh, I was yeah, like, you don't want to hear about the truth. And I was the like, terrible, like, you don't I'm get sure to choose. Didn't live it. Yeah, you don't get to choose. Oh, my like, God. To compartmentalize this guy's life. Like, he did this horrible thing and seemingly got a slap on the wrist for it and is still allowed to make a lot of money and make movies for nothing. This is such a miscarriage of justice. Like, and that doesn't even scratch the surface. Like... That's that's nauseating. That's yeah. just fucking this fucking guy. I Jesus Christ. Well, he went on to write and direct Jeepers no. Creepers 2, which came out in 2003. Um the description of this is after his son is set upon by a scarecrow that seems to have come alive, farmer Jack Target Sr. and his son Jack Target Jr. go looking for an explanation. Meanwhile, a bus carrying high school students breaks down nearby and a creature known as the Creeper starts a killing spree. The elder tar tag Target T-A-G-G-A-R-T mm. tag Tagart I don't know. He soon mm. realizes that the killings and uh, the attack on his son are connected and after alerting the community to be on guard, he aims to pummel the Creeper. Dun, dun, dun. Uh it has a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 37% audience score, a 92 on Google, 92%, and a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. The critics' consensus is, quote, Jeepers Creepers 2 is complete, uh, competently made, but it doesn't have the scares of the original, end quote. I prefer this one over the first one, actually. Um, I think it's, I think you can... Watch it for free on Tubi or one of those things. I don't know that I want to. I'm still well, really I mean, bothered by this. Yeah, Victor Salva is a, a huge uh, piece of shit. Um, he wrote the um, the line in the first one is like every 23 years for 23 days it gets to eat. That is like the tagline okay. for the the creeper. And um, he wrote that so that there would be no sequels unless the movie was set in the future, and he knew the studio wouldn't want to do that. Uh, however, Francis Ford Coppola found an easy loophole to set it during the same 23 days as the first movie. So this movie is set on the 23rd day for that purpose, um, so as not to make any other sequels. Again, there's going to be an, an, two others. Um, it's, it's revealed in comics. There was a Jeepers Creepers comics, I believe, that came out in 2018. 17 or 2018 something like that but there are comics about it so the creepers evil goes back millennia demanding human sacrifice and uh this is referencing our last episode having wiped out the roanoke colony oh so in the comics it is Whoa. canon that the creeper is responsible for taking out the roanoke colony wow well i want to know what croatone has to do with it then yeah i don't know if they if they get that into it but uh, oh, i also this film is also included on roger ebert's most hated list but mm. i also out of curiosity looked at that list he hated tommy boy so fuck him a little bit i mean maybe not for this movie this yeah uh, this i was gonna movie. say i feel like i feel like to tommy boy can make it like yeah it, it, it can fall on his on the sword so to speak yeah <laughs> it's a sacrifice yeah um so then we have jeepers creepers 3 which came out in 2017 and again victor salva wrote and directed it um the description is a sergeant and his task force embark on a mission to destroy the creeper on its last day of feeding the creeper soon fights back when they get close to discovering its mysterious and dark origins you want to guess what the rotten tomato score on this one is nine it is 17 too high 17 on rotten tomatoes 30 percent audience score 61 percent on google and a 3.9 out of 10 on imdb and this film takes place after the original film 
and is a prequel to Jeepers Creepers 2, therefore filling the gap in between it. So it is still, all three of these movies take place within the same 23-day span. And it okay. starts the night that uh, Justin Long's character disappears at the police station and ends with the high school bus taking off for its ride. Um, so it is directly in between the first, uh, the other two movies. Okay. And the film's premiere was scheduled for September 13th, 2017 at the TCL Chinese Theater in Los Angeles, and all the tickets were sold out. Additionally, most of the cast of the two previous Jeepers Creepers films as well as Victor Salva, were going to attend the event, which was going to have a screening of the original movie following the third installment. However, the event was canceled due to protests against Salva's criminal past. Good. Yes. Good. The film was released in select theaters for a single day on September 27th, 2017. And there was allegedly a pedophilic rape scene that was in a screener or a reference to... um, that scene in a screener that was sent to critics but it was cut from the theatrical version because of victor salva being who he is yeah i would guess and also not necessary for that to happen in any movie really no um and just this year we got a reboot uh victor salva is not involved in this movie but Um, i mean the legacy i'm sure he still gets money uh we'll talk about that oh boy um so this one is called jeepers creepers reborn it came out uh last month and the description is chase and lane head to the horror hound festival where lane begins to experience unexplained premonitions and disturbing visions associated with the town's past and in particular the local legend the creeper as the festival gets underway and the blood-soaked entertainment builds to a frenzy lane believes that something unearthly is being summoned and for the first time in 23 years the creeper is back so there is no uh critics consensus i don't i didn't see it on uh rotten tomatoes yet but it has a fandango score do you want to know what that is sure it's nine i was gonna say four but i got nine last time so you know what i'm gonna count it (laughs) it has a google score of 46 percent uh there was a bunch of one star reviews that were pretty funny and uh it has a 2.4 out of 10 on imdb damn yeah, not great so several american outlets refused to give the film promotion um in any way because although yeah. victor salva was not involved in the project he re- still received monetary percentages for renting his license yeah that's what i was gonna say like you still get m- money just because like he came up with the story like yeah. it it doesn't even if he's yeah. not attached to it in any other way he yeah, still if, benefits if any if any harry potter stuff comes out mm-hmm. jk rowling still gets, gets shit for it gets yeah a, yeah um so the controversy grew even more when several journalists accused salva of wanting to sabotage the production and premiere of this new reboot despite receiving monetary benefits many speculated that he used his friendship with several producers to put obstacles on jeepers creepers reborn Mm. i think maybe as a protest of like him not being able to be involved in making it or something like that yeah apparently it didn't do that great the the uh what's it called the trailer looked promising i haven't seen it i mean i haven't seen the movie i saw the trailer but the trailer looked pretty good like it looks like um they go to this festival and then they like win something that they go to like an escape room in the like a creepy house i was like that's okay. a pretty that's, that's a, pretty a pretty good plot yeah it's a pretty good like setting and i think that's where like the in the uh intrigue ends mm. But what I did find out, again, I'll, I'll have to see the movie to confirm this, but apparently the opening scene of this film with Dee Wallace and Gary Graham, uh, big people in the yeah. horror world and alien, blah, blah, blah. Um, they play Marie and Ronald, and it, their opening scene is a reference to the Dennis DePew, uh murder crime. Oh. Uh, so it looks like they reference that murder again in this new reboot, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems to be like a through line for the series. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's. Um, hmm. Yeah. So what turned what started as the story of uh, Marilyn Depew's murder by her husband turns into um, the terrible crimes of Victor Salva and Jeepers Creepers. Jesus. Yeah. Like, we covered a lot today. We really did. 
but like damn there like, is um there's a really good article by i think it's the daily beast that kind of goes through victor salva's timeline they if you wanted to TV. like i i like i said i think it's free on tubi or something i saw the, i watched the second one relatively recently because i'm going through like i'm doing my my 31 for 31 mm-hmm. and um it, it just yeah well it was just one of those ones that's like it's free i could just watch this yeah um but yeah knowing everything I, I obviously the first time i saw it i didn't know about victor salva i didn't know any of that stuff but it does definitely put like that weird mm-hmm. air about it when you watch it that's yeah i like truly i don't think i could watch any of these movies even if i like you know like bonked wanted to and, and yeah wanted to watch horror movies and, like i don't think i i really don't think i could i that ruins it just yeah this guy yeah. doesn't deserve and plus every time you watch it even if you're watching it for free he gets money yeah like it, it's just oh my god yeah that should not i feel like if all of the, like this happened in 1988 i feel like if it happened today today like he would immediately just be like wiped from the business yeah yeah because no, I, mean, I think then again i mean kevin spacey apparently is starting to get work again that's absolutely asinine yeah um, i'm not i'm not saying that he should i'm just yeah. saying like i mean who knows and didn't he like in a recent like statement he came out and like tried to like uh use that as like a, a screen over like what he actually did to so anthony he Rapp? came out prior oh he did but, yes but then it okay was i like, thought i thought he it, came out even during that, this whole like, thing it was like because it was just like a it's like victor garber like how everybody mm-hmm. just kind of like i don't remember when victor garber came out i just know that he's out um it's kind of like that or was kind of like that but no but he did try to use his that sexuality as like, yeah as essentially a defense but like and that's also fucked because like that just that that fucks over and perpetuates the negative narrative that so many members of the lgbtqia plus community face yeah that it's just like this dude i'll reference one of the articles i was reading uh to learn more about how garbage victor salva is is this article from 2017 on buzzfeed that came out when uh the jeepers creepers 3 was coming out and um uh i'll quote this little section here because it's insane again this is from 2017 so like you'll know a lot of this information Mm -hmm. but it says quote this month has seen an explosion of allegations of sexual harassment and assault within the entertainment industry the new york times and the new yorker published investigative stories about harvey weinstein that have now resulted in nearly 60 women coming forward to accuse him of harassment and assault weinstein has denied all allegations of sexual assault the tsunami of uh i can't read that word because i'm stupid um not the allegations okay. uh that's not the word allegations i'm okay. covering it uh okay. has extended outward roy price of amazon, amazon studios was forced to resign after sexual harassment charge mm-hmm. became public los angeles time investigation uh into writer director james toback has now yielded more than 200 accusers i didn't even know that guy's name a new accuser for roman polanski alleged this month that the director assaulted her when she was just 10 tyler grasham was an agent at apa was fired after a potential client um 10 years earlier alleged on facebook that gresham had given him alcohol when he was underage and assaulted him and bob weinstein was accused of sexual harassment Mm -hmm. by the showrunner of the mist a weinstein company production Mm -hmm. like just reading that whole list that happened in 2017 within the space of like one month wild and it's not even and i'm not one of those crazy conspiracy theorists or i shouldn't say crazy but i'm not one of those conspiracy theorists that for example thinks that like tom hanks is part of like a cabal of folks that are like sacrificing little children and like doing terrible things i do to them. think but it goes it does scratch barely scratch the surface yeah i think there is uh Look definitely yeah there's definitely a an undercurrent mm-hmm. that um is not visible to the the home consumer of like oh yeah. these movies that consistently uh, children have not been protected in this industry like look it goes as far back as look at judy garland look at mickey rourke like i mean these these it it, it's perpetual 
like there are more people coming out but there are still Mm -hmm. so many like things that are swept under the rug like constantly that uh we're not we're not in a space for full accountability yet we should be but it's slow going for whatever reason yeah and every single person that comes out and um confronts uh their accuser in the public eye is a hero because that abuser. is abuser. Yeah. yeah. Um, is <sighs> I was like, no, 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 no. Frank Underwood is no hero. Um, but yeah, no, no, I, the, no, the people, the people that come you, out and I know it, you said accuser. So I was like, oh no, no. I was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh no. Abuser. That's what I mean. I yeah, could hear yeah, the yeah. typing the people, start and the, I was like, mm, no, the no, people, no. The people that come out and, and say something and, and that are uh, brave enough to do. Yeah. I mean, the people that don't, I uh, respect, I, understand, yeah. like you don't understand everybody's individual experience, everybody's struggle and so they may have reasons. I mean, of course they have reasons, but you don't. You can't judge the validity of those reasons. Yeah, and everyone has a different threshold of what they can handle. mentally, physically, yeah. spiritually handle, especially in like such a public setting like that. Like, I personally don't know if I would be able to do right. like put myself out there like that. Yeah. Like, no judgment to anybody, but like, wow. But this it's, is yeah. It's crazy. And yeah, learning more about uh Victor Salva is like I not can't cool. Believe. Like yeah. that mm. Yeah, not good. <sighs> it's But then also it's like like I mean, we talk about loving Justin Long. Uh this movie mm. like he he was in the movie but uh, that also begs the is question it, like for example i had no idea i know but is as Did he know? you you as being part of a production are you responsible for knowing stuff like that but and that's what i'm saying though did he know how would he know and should he have found out during the like production a lot of the times especially for a and i'm not defending i'm just explaining a i mean lot of the like times, i said he your was, agent says too that's too fucking bad you're you can't get out of this contract when you're a I no guess, name yeah. like that it's a lot easier to get like locked into a contract whether that happened to him or not just in yeah. general it's very so, easy to get locked in he has his own podcast which i don't know if he is like i haven't listened to every episode i i like go in in bits mm-hmm. um but i don't know if he's ever spoken about his time at jeepers creepers uh in the podcast and i would assume that if he did he would probably bring up the problematic things with victor salva um Mm. but if anybody else has listened to it and he has said something um let me know because um that's a a huge bummer that he would work on a production with somebody like that yeah i mean i also haven't seen anything that he's like oh great guy would love to work with him again (laughs) like exactly yeah so i don't know um i just but that is that. Um, like I said, we will be doing our Halloween live stream on Halloween night. We will announce the time. Definitely check all of our, our social medias. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also on Patreon. You can join. You'll get uh, very up-to-date information on our Patreon. Um, and we will be watching a horror movie and the options we have for that horror movie are drum roll caitlin you go can i tap on my mic and it'll do it i will that make people sad no <laughs> it's probably gonna get cut out anyway i'm sorry elliot uh so caitlin have- is also holding a cat as we <laughs> I am, speak i am and i'm trying to like keep him chill because he wants he so it's raining and as i explained to michael it turns out that even though they were raised on the East Coast for a significant portion of their lives, we apparently now have California kitties and they are not used to the rain of this rain. Like oh, he's the snuggling storm, so the hard. Last thing he's snuggling. His sister is hiding in a closet and uh, it just it happens. But I digress. So the movies are the options. You the can options vote. are the movie You're options vote? that yeah. we will be voting upon. Vote on our Instagram, and it the poll should be up right now if you're listening. Unless you're listening on the Patreon. Unless you're, you're listening on the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, in which case, it's tomorrow. Just um, the night. Hold tight, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold on. <laughs> um, you can.
make it. The Night of the Living Dead. The 1968 version directed by George A. Romero. Love it. The Most Dangerous Game, made in 1932, starring Faye Ray. Mm -hmm. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. That short story was one of my favorites that we read Mm -hmm. in a short story Mm -hmm. collection. I loved that one. Yeah. Nosferatu. Love. The 1922 movie. Sorry, Willem. Um, and then it's a we, silent movie. It's great. Yes. And then we've got The Last House on the Left, the 1972 movie by Wes Which Craven. We confirmed it is. They fucked uh, up. Yeah. We <laughs> they confirmed were supposed to renew that it their is. License, uh, yeah. It and is, it is public um, domain. Public domain. Their loss also, is our gain. I mean, that if if that one gets voted, that might be touch and go on the uh, the um, to race against Romero. No, it might, it might be touch and go whether we can actually show most of that on the um, the Twitch because I don't know. Uh, it's there's some scenes. Then why are one. we on? Why is it on the list? We have children who listen to this. They shouldn't be. You should be. In we bed. don't have children. To listen Even to if this. it's like 2 p.m., you should be in bed. Mm. Um, but yeah, those are the movies. Night of the Living Dead, Nosferatu, Last House on the Left. And the most dangerous game. Mm-hmm. So go and vote and we will see you on Halloween. Vote. Don't forget to like vote if you're an American in like your election. It's coming. Yes. It's it's literally next month. It's in a couple of weeks. Please vote. Register. Do the whole nine. Whether you vote by mail, whether you vote by, by going in person. I don't care. Just vote. And you don't vote you don't vote just because you're super jazzed about the election you're super excited about a candidate you vote towards the end goal that you're looking for so you have to vote people that are going to get you towards that goal even if you're not like the most excited in the entire world like i fully support every single thing this person says because sometimes Um, you know what he'll forgive 10k worth of student loans and i mean it's not great but it's enough it's something you're really gonna make me vote for joe biden (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so (laughs) the little elections do matter it's not just the presidential election that matters go and vote just because Um, i i heard somebody say just because trump isn't on the ballot doesn't mean that his ideals his ideals yeah yes yeah um and by voting more of those people who support him and whom he supports it's a two-way street in office Mm -hmm. can be very damaging to many groups of people um i have a friend that is running for office in the state (gasps) of new hampshire so he gets uh, the crime culture endorsement he does get the crime culture taylor endorsement. largeman for our new hampshire listeners largeman largeman fuck really yes that's a bummer <laughs> that's um, a bummer he yeah he's running for state rep you know what on the entire way we went to like one of his campaign events the entire way up and i'm like what is he running for and i'm not exactly sure but <laughs> she's I, a good friend <laughs> i do i i went to i drove fucking five hours to his campaign event so I, yeah I don't i donate see yeah and that's the other thing if you can donate to your like the political campaigns that you believe in yeah like if you're like hey this person they can make some good change like hell fucking yeah gonna like, make donate good for the- change oh wait i can't sing that because it's, he's I was a piece gonna, of shit we're, too. we're already getting like um what do you call it the uh, copyright struck from that gorgeous rendition of joe biden by bo burnham um that wasn't even the correct tune so it, it i think we're fine <laughs> it always counts these things always count um but yes taylor largeman house Larg- of reps men Oh, fuck me taylor i'm so sorry i only know you by your first name nine times out of ten it's it's a it's a miracle that i know it the last name tay um anyway yeah really though website crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com we're on facebook instagram twitter patreon not linkedin not linkedin uh, uh, go vote go vote for, for the, all the things yeah for everything that you can everything vote that for you can vote for go get vaccinated we got boosts i got i just got boosted yeah get your it didn't hurt at all i was fine yeah, and even if it does, you know what? Mm. It means it's working. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, doesn't matter, greater good, all that jazz. Um, yeah. yeah, wear your mask indoors and wear um, your mask. all that stuff. Congrats to Bridget and Barbie. B squared. They got engaged. <gasps> Yay! Yeah, I told you this. I know, I forgot, but then I remembered <laughs> when you told me. I said yay. Yes, we don't talk about y'all in, in I, behind the scenes. Land. I said yay the first time you told me. You did say yay the first time you told me. I told you. It's time to go. Okay, bye. 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 bye.